0: Hi, I'm Nicholas McGurr, author of The Afterlife and host for Stories in a Cemetery. You can find all my fiction works with themes of the afterlife on NicholasMcGurr.com. That's N-I-C-H-O-L-A-S-M-C-G-I-R-R.com. As a writer, I do research, and that research is more than likely inside a haunted location or a cemetery. Like you, I'm curious about the afterlife, and always looking for a new topic for my next book. I hope you enjoy this episode of my research as much as I did in using it for my fiction works. Let's get into today's Story in the Cemetery. Hey guys, it's Nick, your host for Stories in the Cemetery. And I just finished up with an amazing tour uh, with Joanne and her family. And let me tell you, we we catch so much evidence that I can't even tell you. So the the tours have been a little crazy, guys. And, And I have to tell you. Um, I almost uh, didn't get a chance to record anything for you this week, but I didn't want to leave you hanging. So I'm going to be talking about three books that I use for cartomancy. Cartomancy has been a pretty hot topic, and yes, I'm recording this uh, while I'm driving home from my tour. Uh, So I'm not holding my phone, it is just on record while I drive, and I am being safe, so no worries there. books that I use for cartomancy and why I use them so let's go ahead and go through some of the show notes and get those out of the way Uh, obviously tours are back in session and it has been a crazy two weeks um, about a week now uh, since tours have been opened up for the city of Charleston so if you're a local I'd love to go ghost hunting with you and I can't wait to see you so we can go find some new evidence what's super cool is I told you all about A thermal imaging camera that I had on order and it has come in Um, I have not had a chance to test it for myself but I've been taking it on the tours and I've been learning more about it with my guests on the tours Uh, so it's been super awesome Uh, we've caught some cold spots that need to be analyzed a little bit uh, but we have to upload those videos uh, because I do record the entire thing and you can hear the tour to YouTube because that's the easiest way to add the video to the blog and the website for the kind of the souvenirs that I leave for my guests as a reminder I do leave you the full audio for the tour to listen for any EVPs for yourself and I also upload the YouTube video in any words that come across the ghost detector app. So you have all of these investigational tools after your tour so you can keep on investigating the exact same locations to find out more stuff or find things that I couldn't find or that we couldn't hear during the tour. I do listen and review all of it. It's not always at the same time. Uh, Remember, I I am working on a college degree, which keeps me very, very busy. But at any rate, Uh, guys tours have been super fun the thermal imaging camera has been great i will put a link in the show notes uh, to the youtube channel that i had to create for the youtube channel or uh, you can just head over to nicholasmagur.com and look at the tour audio which i'm now going to have to turn into tour evidence because we now have video Um, and you can actually see the youtube videos for yourself super cool stuff Uh, Buy me a coffee. So thanks to those patrons the past week uh, to buy me a coffee. Sorry, I am driving and do not have the list in front of me. Uh, But folks, you can support the show by heading over to buymeacoffee.com. Drop a buck in the coffee pot. It's not a subscription. It's not a per episode. It's not any of those things. Support the show and then you'll have access to all of the bonus episodes which talk about The Secret by Byron Price and my search for the Charleston treasure that's right here um speaking of for an update i'm still waiting for the approval um the reapproval, approval rather now that covid 19 is slimming down and things are opening up uh, the park has opened up that i need to get to however the permission that i have is now void because it was only good for so many days which was during covid 19's quarantine so i am still waiting hopefully i have an update in the upcoming week of what's happening with The Secret, but those bonus episodes are my thank you uh, for listening and supporting the show and helping it, you know, move along. With that being said, <laughs> things have been a little crazy the past week, which is why I'm recording this episode while I'm driving home from, hey, we could say work, this is work, it's just fun work, so things have been moving along quite nicely for Stories in a Cemetery, Um Merch is now here, and I have created the souvenir shirt with Charleston, South Carolina, written underneath the logo. So if you've taken one of my tours or you're a fan of the show and just want to support me um, in the show and keep it moving along, you can head over to the uh, website and then hit SITC Merch, and you will see the super cool shirts that April designed uh, to help support the show. Guys, that's about it for show notes. Oh, I actually do have one more thing. So check this out. I was kind of going through all of my rankings and that kind of thing for the show, and I happened to notice that there were a lot of states listed of where my listeners are at. However, there are four states left, four, (laughs) that have never listened to stories in a cemetery. So if you know somebody in the following states, Vermont, South Dakota, Hawaii, and I forgot the last one. I don't have the list in front of me. So, let's go with those three. If you know somebody in one of those states that would enjoy the show, please tag them on Facebook. Head over to my Facebook page, Stories in a Cemetery, where you can pick your favorite episode, and you can share it with them, tag it, send it in Messenger, do whatever it is that you need to do. Uh, Help me reach all 50 states. So even if you have a friend in a different state, because I can't remember what the fourth state was that I don't have any listeners in, um, just tag a friend that's out of state. Let's go with that. Find your favorite episode. All of them have been posted over the past 30 days. Um, Just scroll through my Facebook page at Stories in the Cemetery, and you will find it. So guys, that's it for the show notes, I promise. So I'm going to do a quick sponsor break. And then once I am actually parked in home, I will start talking about the three books that I use for cartomancy. And you could share this episode with all your friends. So let's have a quick break. All right guys, I made it home safe. So, Cartomancy, what is it? Cartomancy is the reading of playing cards. And Some people refer to Cartomancy as the reading of any type of cards. And I prefer to be referred to as regular playing cards. Um, if you don't remember episode, I think it was three or four, um, head back to that episode after you're done listening to this to learn more about what Cartomancy is. And I actually created a chart Uh, It gets lots of extra pins on Pinterest um, about what each of the card meanings are in a spread based on um, some Gypsy readings that I found. So the three books that I use, now these are all five-star books in my opinion. These are three books that I use when I'm doing anything with Cartomancy and reading my own playing cards. I am by no means a medium, a psychic, um, or any type of card reader, but I am one to believe that... The cards do hold some meaning in our lives. With that being said, the cards have their own divinity or divination without a psychic having to read them for you. So it's great to go to a psychic because they, they know what the cards mean, they know how they, uh, what they represent in each part of the spread, and they are the experts. But to actually do something like this for yourself at home, just grab any old deck of playing cards and shuffle them up a few times, put your energy on them, and use a couple of books to help you interpret what is actually happening with the cards. So the first book that I'm going to bring up uh, is called Playing Cards Predicting Your Future by Halie Morag. That's H-A-L-I Halle Morag. M-O-R-A-G. Now this book was from 1998, and, and I don't like to usually put a publication Um, especially on something on um, a method that's been used for, I hate to say even generations, because it goes back further than that. But at the same token, this book is very basic. Um, It's a great starter book to just learn about the cards, what they mean, um, and breaks it down in layman's terms based on the suit of the card. I, I use this book from time to time just to get a further explanation. If I need something simplified, if I'm just doing a quick spread, um, something of that nature where it's it's quick, it's simple, and it, it's a great book to just start learning about the cards themselves. It does give you a few spreads in the back, but we're going to talk about a different book um, here in a few minutes. But this particular book, um, for an example, um, breaks it down. I'm going to just use the first paragraph of The Five of Hearts. Uh, This card is like an alarm, a red light at an emotional crossroads. This is the time to pull yourself together, hide emotional troubles, and move forward. So there's more to it, obviously, um, but that kind of gives you the gist of how it explains every single card. And again, I'm going to use the Ten of Clubs. That's my birth card. Every card in the deck will relate to a birthday. Um, And I know you're thinking, Nick, there's 365 days in a year. There are anywhere between five to eight birthdays, I believe, to each card. The Ten of Clubs just happens to be my birth card. This card repeats the message of card number one and testifies to good fortune leading to economic security by way of a legacy, a wedding, a lottery, or a successful investment. So it doesn't represent me individually, it represents what's happening inside the spread. So the next card that I'm going to, or the next book I'm going to go into. Um, It's called The Giant Book of Card Divination, 130 New and Traditional Techniques by Gene Ruland. That's R-U-L-A-N-D. And I'm going to have links to all of these books, um, all three of them, on, I'll probably have to make it into a blog post because I don't think I could put Amazon links in the show notes for Anchor, uh, the podcast host. I absolutely love this book. Um, anybody that I've shown this book to usually wants to borrow it, but I usually refuse because I know I'm not going to get it back. Um, it's not a matter of trust, it's a matter of the book is that good. Um, it gives you different types of spreads based on what type of reading you'd like to actually do. For example, I'm going to randomly pick, and I'm just shuffling through the book now. Um, so one of them, one spread is called The Five Elements, The Western Tradition, and it gives you the exact placement of cards and how to read read each one of the cards and what it means. So for example, uh, position one is the air element. Air streams through your lungs. It ensures constant energy exchange. Air regulates the exchange of information. Air is mental faculty, power of thought, and mental power. The three questions it should ask, the basic energy inherent in my thinking within my element of air. What fosters or hinders my mental power? What do I need to pay attention to? So that basically that that particular card in that position, which is position one and has three different cards, will tell you those three answers to whatever kind of question you're asking your card or your your spread. Um, There's another one, a relationship, yes or no. Uh, Friendship and comradeship, the Eisenhower method, the Great Fork, the High Priestess, The Star Oracle. There are 130 different types of spreads inside this book, and it goes into great detail with diagrams. So it shows you exactly what the spread looks like and how your cards should be laid out before you. Last but not least is a book I've already talked about, and it's Cards of Your Destiny by Robert Lee Camp. Again, this book is in, it's a little bit more advanced. Um, and goes into, I definitely recommend the first two books to be worked together. And then you can still use the cards of your destiny book in the certain kinds of spread. But this is, again, more for the advanced type reader. You know, if you're doing spreads for yourself at home, there, there's a method to the madness that's in this book. It is, it's pretty giant. Um, I'm flipping through to see, there's about 350 pages um, of different types of spreads and a different years of your life which is super cool so my birth card for example is listed in the back if you sort it has all 52 cards if i go to the 10 of clubs i can actually go through each year of my life and it'll give me a full spread of what's about to happen in every single uh, quadrant of the year so it goes based off of the different planets and how they align Um, again very detailed as far as how this particular how a deck will work within the Zodiac, how it works in relation to your birth card, and how to do different types of spreads based on the time span. When I say time span, it's either you can look at it for the week, the month, the year, however you wanna look at it, and it gives you all of those different types of um, spreads. So I'm also gonna go into, just for a moment, because uh, this this book is is ridiculous. I absolutely love this book. I'm going to find my card, and it's going to give me the auspicious years for my life based on my birth card. So let me find the 10 of clubs. And let me go into that. Uh, While I'm talking about this, when I say it's based on the cycles of the planets and how those line up, they all mean something based on the way the planets line up against your Zodiac, which is the original method for these particular cards so the playing deck cards if you don't recall were not meant to be playing cards they were just meant to be oracle cards or used in cartomancy which is the title you know for this podcast um episode but what this really does and i i don't because it's the book is so thick um the auspicious years for any card in here uh, but just the categories that it gives are your pre-birth years, your rebirth years, your critical year, and it gives an explanation of what all of these are. Uh, Purpose-finding and faded years, years of blessed endings, years of difficult endings, years of caution, years of personal challenge, ascent to pinnacle years, your pinnacle years, most blessed years of wished fulfillment, and years of recognition, fame, and business success. So guys, how useful would this be if you had a little bit more insight into what's going to, what has the possibility to show itself during that time period of your life? Every birthday, I do a reading for myself based on the entire year, and I keep it in a notebook. I do the spread, and then I write it all down as far as which cards fell into what, so that way I can kind of go back and reflect. And every year that I've been doing this, for, I would say, at least the past eight years, it is reflected to truth. I'm not a psychic. I'm not a medium. The power is within the cards. That's my personal belief. The cards hold divination all on their own. So the next time you see a deck of playing cards, I want you to really look at that deck and think to yourself, do I want to play poker? Or do I want to learn how to do card divination for myself? Possibly practice on a few friends. Granted, it's not always professional to have books stacked up next to your deck of cards as you're giving somebody a reading. Uh, For those of you that know the Tarot and have tried to learn a Tarot and memorize and keep things intact with the Tarot, um, playing cards are going to be just as difficult because you're going to look at them you know, as if they were playing cards. You're going to look at them as a straight or a flush. Um, it's really hard to do. The same token, once you get through the first two books, which is The Playing Cards Predicting Your Future by Halle Morag and Card Divination by Gene it's you're going to start to see the patterns and how to read the cards and then step up to Cards of Your Destiny by Robert Lee Camp. It's a very complex system. But you have to know the basics before you can really dive into this book. So again guys, these aren't, I don't know what the ratings are on Amazon and, and all the other book sites. But these are three books that I feel if you really want to learn about Cartomancy and even visiting my website and my blog post about Cartomancy from last year and you really want to dive into this, pick up these three books, start learning about it, do readings for yourself, and then you can you know, start having some fun with it with some friends, family, And and those that are willing to help you learn more about it so that way you can kind of see things for yourself in the cards Because the cards have their own meaning and once you start doing enough readings You'll start to realize what that card means in that particular spread and start practicing with one spread at a time Guys, that's pretty much all I have. It's been an exhausting week with tours and I have more this weekend Um, I'm glad I got the opportunity to record something else for you especially on a topic that I know you guys are all passionate about um, you know, one of the most visited pages on my website is about cartomancy and the chart that I created about the card meanings, the basic card meanings. So, again, don't forget to leave your reviews on your favorite podcatcher, whether that's Apple iTunes, Stitcher, CastBox, or my host of Anchor. And again, you can leave me your ghost stories on Anchor in a voicemail, and I could play them right here on the show, which is super rad. Um, I'd love to hear ghost stories, and even if it's a Cartomacy story or any other topic that I've touched on. um, I hope you really enjoyed the episode with uh, Dream Team Urbex, and I'm looking to do at least one interview per month. So if you have a paranormal group, please reach out to me. Uh, You could find me through Facebook Stories at the Cemetery, Stories in the Cemetery, or you can just head over to the website, hit the Tell Me a Ghost Story tab. Um, I did get a few responses Uh, from the last time I asked for paranormal groups. Um, However, I am doing kind of an interview process and I've yet to find out of the people that have emailed me and I've talked to um, a group that I'd be willing to interview with valid evidence from what your group is catching. So again, I'm looking for actual evidence, I'm looking for things that excite you, uh, maybe some topics that I've already touched on in previous episodes, Uh, but again, I'm I'm doing an interview process. If, If your team doesn't have what it takes, um, I'm going to pass you by. So, so far, I've yet to find another group that I'd like to interview. Uh, Dream Team Urbex, you know, actually came on a um, Stories in a Cemetery ghost hunting tour. Um, they did a great job in helping, you know, my guests. And they were able to cap some e- evidence for themselves. So, kudos to Josh and Kate for tagging along. I really appreciate you. And guys, I'd love to interview you. So, show me your evidence. Let's get you on the air. If you have another pod, if you have your own podcast and you're catching evidence the same way I am, um, I'd love to, you know, cross market with you. So let's get you on the air and, and, you know, talk about some ghosts and get, you know, things rolling along. So guys, that's it for now. And I will talk to you guys next week. Hopefully I have an investigation for you by then. Thanks. Thanks so much for listening to today's Story in a Cemetery. Be sure to check out the show notes with pictures and bonus audio sections on NicholasMagur.com. As you know, I'm a writer and now you have another story that inspires me to write my fiction works. Be sure to share this episode on your social media or leave me comments on the Stories in a Cemetery Facebook page. I'll see you next time with another Story in the Cemetery.